Well, like I said earlier, the title of today's podcast is Dream Again for Your Future. We must never allow, listen to this, very important, we must never allow our past disappointments to rob us of our future plans and dreams. We need to look at one of the most quoted scriptures in God's word about our future and our hope. I'm going to be reading out of Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse number 11. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. This is a very popular scripture. You probably already know what it is before I even bring it, but it's an important part of this teaching today. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 in the New Living Translation, it says this, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. You see, God wants us to have great dreams in our past and in our future. He is ready to bless us at any time in our life. Now, although the pastor that I've read to you was written thousands of years ago, it's old, but it applies to us today. That's the beautiful thing about God's Word. And it has hundreds of promises for today's Christians. Here are a couple of scriptures, examples, I think, showing that God wants to bless, be blessed and to give us a future and a hope and a plan for our life. Probably the most commonly given scripture that you see all over this world is John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, that's a promise from God. It was written a long time ago, a couple thousand years ago, but it's a true statement for today. And these these blessings go on through our life. That's why we're going to talk about dream again for your future. Now, in the book of Genesis, we have the blessings of Abraham, and that blessing applies to us today. So let me read that to you. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. We'll see how the Holy Spirit leads us if we read anything more than that. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, chapter 12, verse 1. The Lord had said to Abram, now this was before he was called Abraham, I leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. You will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. Now listen to this. All the families of earth will be blessed through you. You see, we are living today in a time of Abraham's blessing that's gone all the way on. When it says here, all the families on earth will be blessed through you, it didn't just stop when when Abram, soon to be Abraham, passed away. But those blessings go on and on and on. And so we have a blessed future and God talks about it way back in the book of Genesis, but it applies to our life today. So I want you to receive that blessing today. Now let me read in the New Testament in the book of James chapter 1 verse 17 showing you that God's word about blessing us and plans for our future and giving us hope lies all the way through the word of God. So in the book of James chapter 1 and verse 17 this is what the words are written in the New Living Translation. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word and we out of all creation became his prized possession. Now take that word and apply it to your life. Say, God, that's mine. I I receive that. That's how I pray when I read that scripture. Lord, I thank you for that promise in the book of James and I thank you that I am your prized possession. Now I know a lot of times I don't feel necessarily like a a good possession of God because I fail and I fall and we all do. But you know, God promised us that he wants to bless us. He wants to give us a future. He wants to give us a hope and he wants to continue to bless us through our entire entire life. And I think we need to step in now and receive that for a blessing to be able to dream again for our future. You see, now that we've established that God still plans to bless his people, we must 
pick up past and future dreams that we have. We must go for them. We must believe in God to bless our future. Our God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Therefore, I claim that the promises we read in Jeremiah 29, and then again in John 3.16, and in Genesis 12.1-3, and in James 1.17, those promises are ours, because I know that you want me to dream again, and you have a plan for my future. You see, that promise in Jeremiah 29 are basically a promise today for our dream. God still has a plan, future, and hope for us. He wants to prosper us and not harm us. He has a plan for us today for hope and a future. So let's talk about what else God promises in Jeremiah. As I was reading Jeremiah 29, all of a sudden I thought, you know, I need to go back and look at a couple verses there and see exactly what he said after he promised us a future and a hope. So let me read to you Jeremiah 29. We read verse 11 and now we're going to do 12 and 13. Well, let me read 11 anyways. It just takes a couple seconds. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. See, he's covering all the days. He says, I'll be listening when you pray. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. So there's the key to knowing that God wants to bless us because if we look for him, he will bless us. And if we look for him, it's got to be with our entire heart, wholeheartedly it says, then you will find him. So if you're wondering, has God given up on you? Has he given up on your dream? Has he given up on your past hopes? And does he have a plan for your future? The key to understanding that is to receive this word. It's for you and it's for me. And then wholeheartedly look for him, seek him. And how do we do this? We pray. We seek his word. We attend a, a local congregation that preaches the true word of God. We seek the face of God. We ask for guidance and instructions. We get into his word and read his promises. That's seeking God wholeheartedly. And when we do that, God is going to bless our future and the dreams in the past, I believe, can come back to life. And I believe that the dreams of the future, well, he just wants to bless us with those things. Now, to dream again applies to past and future dreams. Let's focus on past dreams, dreams that we may have given up on, dreams we believed were impossible. When we look at our past dreams, we need the resurrection power of God to take place. Allow your past dream to be rebuilt in you, to be reconstructed and become even better than what you imagined. That reminds me of a scripture that's so powerful. A lot of times we have dreams and thoughts and we think that we're thinking big, but God thinks a lot bigger than we do. So he gave us a scripture to help us in our dreams. Let me give you that scripture. I'm going to read very briefly to you Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 in the New Living Translation. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us, now that's all of us, not just me, all of us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Think about that. So you can't dream any bigger than that. God dreams bigger than we do, and he wants to put great dreams and great plans in our life. Now, I know that I've used some of these scriptures in prior podcasts, but you know, they all relate. They're all common and relate to each other because they're all in the word of God. I realize that Ephesians 3.20, I've used in the past, but it's such a powerful scripture that we've got to claim that and believe that there's something working in us. It's called the Holy Spirit. He is working in us and helping us to dream big and then to wait upon and expect to see that dream become reality. He wants us to understand that God still has a plan and hope for us, and that plan is alive and well today. You see, Ephesians 3.20 applies to our lives today. It applies to our circumstances today, 
and it applies to even our fears and our doubts or the things that we may be challenged with. But God wants to bring them forth, wants to bring those dreams forth in your life, and he promised it's to be something greater than what we can imagine or even think. Now, for several years, I taught in the community college system in Arizona, and I've taught the Word of God over 30 years in our church and then through Bible classes. And one thing I know about teaching is that things must be repeated, repeated, and repeated again until it is caught and changes a person's way of thinking. So may I suggest that you write down these scriptures, Ephesians 3.20, Jeremiah 29.11-13, and James 1.17. Now, I entitled this podcast, Dream Again for Your Future. I wanted it to help us dream again from past and future dreams. I believe we've said enough now about past dreams. So let's look for the rest of this podcast at the future. May I suggest that you start a list of the dreams you have for your future? In speaking on this podcast, I realize that I am teaching to a varied audience. There's a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. Some are young, some are old, some are middle-aged, some are highly educated, some may have just a high school education, whatever it might be. But a lot of different people, they may have and will have different dreams. But everyone has one thing in common. We must all believe in dreams. We must all believe that God has hope for our future. Now let me let me just I think I need to pray just for a second here. I know I prayed earlier to get this started, but I just think I need to pray for people to have the faith to believe for your future and for the dreams of your past. Father, I pray a blessing now upon those who are listening in. Lord, I know it's unusual for me to pray in the middle of a podcast, but I really feel impressed by the Holy Spirit to encourage those who've had past dreams that have failed. And that's put a damper on them looking to the future and having dreams for the future. So I pray now that you would heal them and restore them and let their faith come forward, come through, Father, maybe disappointments in their past. And I pray, Lord, that they would believe and receive the fact that you want to put new dreams and new thoughts in their heart. You have a blessed hope for them, Father. And I pray that they receive it now. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know the Bible has so many examples of dreamers. People who dreamed while they were asleep, while they were walking, while they were in various states of minds, various states of frustration, or various states of even even depression or frustration of all types. We had dreamers like Daniel and Joseph found in the book of Genesis. Abraham had a great vision. Solomon dreamed of having wisdom and asked God for that. The Apostle Paul had a dream to lead the Gentiles to Jesus. A lot of people don't think of that, but he had a dream and he had a vision that he was being called to reach out to the Gentiles and that he would be a person who could explain Jesus and lead them to a relationship with Jesus Christ. In modern times, Martin Luther King had a dream, and he had a famous speech about the dream, that he was dreaming for equality in America. Billy Graham had a dream to reach out to the world, to everyone in the world who was lost, who didn't know Jesus Christ. His dream was to reach out to them. And Billy Graham spoke to over a billion, that's one billion, that's with a B, billion people as he traveled across this world. As a banker, I had a dream to become bank president. And it's interesting, at the end of my time as banking, when I decided I was going to end it, is when I was offered to become president of a new bank in town, and I turned it down. I had a dream then of owning my own home building business, and God blessed me with that. I had a dream of of pastoring a church and, and starting a brand new church and planting a church in Scottsdale, Arizona, and God helped that dream to come into fruition. I dreamed of writing books to help other Christians, and now the Lord's blessed me with seven that I've written. I have a few more that I'm working on now and have a list of maybe 20 or more topics that 
I believe I should write about to be able to get the word out to Christians in various places of this world. Now again, I ask you, what is your dream? You've got to have one. I mean, there's a dream. You might have a dream of having good dinner tonight. That's fine. Start with that. You might have a dream that just simply you want to get a new shirt because the one you've got is a little worn out or some new shoes because they need help. But whatever it might be, we need to dream. And small things, see, God loves us to think about the small things first before moving into the bigger things. Sometimes we build our faith and trust in having our dream become reality by dreaming with smaller things at first and believing that God will then lead us up to bigger dreams and more powerful dreams. Now, I don't want to just leave you with that and kind of say, well, you know, go ahead, I'm done now. You go ahead and do your dreaming and, and your future is going to be fine. I want to give you some more scripture and some more promises about how to receive your dream and how to dream for the future. And don't give up on those things. So here's a few steps to help you dream for your future. The first one is found in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 through 3 in the New Living Translation. Now the Lord is talking to Habakkuk and they're talking about some differences and there's Habakkuk is kind of complaining and there's some things going on here but these scriptures can really apply to understanding that God does have a plan for our future and that he gives instructions on how to prepare for the future. In verse 2 it says, Then the Lord said to me, Write my answer plainly on your tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Now, what the reason I read that is that I told you earlier in this podcast that there are scriptures that you need to write down and keep them and keep focused on them in order to see guidance and direction from God's word about seeing your dreams come to reality. Verse 3, this vision is for a future time. He's talking about it's going to happen in the future, so you have to prepare for it. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, okay, now apply that to your dream. Wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Now, God is giving instructions to a man many, many years ago, giving him instructions on how things are going to take place. I think we can look at that and say that those instructions can apply to us when we're looking at our dreams and our plans for our future. So God wants to have us have a future for us and wants to have us to have hope. Now, here's another step to take for your dream to come in the future. Envision your dream coming true. Now, think about it as it's coming true. I know when I was a banker, I could picture myself parking in the president's parking space and being in his office because I saw the office. I knew what it was like. And so I had a picture of it, a dream of it. And I thought, you know, someday I'd like to do that. Well, I didn't wind up becoming president of that bank, but I was offered a few years after that presidency of a brand new bank taking place in Arizona. So I'm just using that as an example because I wanted to envision what it would feel like to be there. I would have loved to run in there and sit in his chair and go, hey, this is kind of nice. I like the feeling of this. I wonder, is this just something I'm not interested in? When I was a golfer, I had a dream to make a hole-in-one. Most golfers, that's a dream they have. And if a golfer has a hole-in-one, he usually has a dream to have a second one or a third or a fourth, which would be very unusual. When I played baseball, and I know baseball players think of this, they have a dream of hitting a home run to win a game. They want to have the winning hit so the crowd is cheering. Now, parents dream of raising godly children, and I'm sure if you have any children, that's one of your dreams. Children dream about fun things like amusement parks and things of that nature. So those are all dreams, and they're varied in, of importance, but in, in reality, we should never think of whether our dream is important to God, because if it's important to us, I believe the dream is important to God. Let's go to number three now in my steps to help you dream for your future. Submit to the Holy Spirit for direction of your dream. When we do that, we know that we're heading in the right direction. When we surrender to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to impress on us 
whether we're heading in the right direction. We've got to evaluate our dream through seeking God's guidance in his direction. We've got to make sure that our dream lines up according to God's word, that our dream will draw us closer to God, that our dream will draw us in some way to help build the kingdom of God. So we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit in order to know that the dream that we have is the right direction that God wants us to have for our life. And then number four is a list of a few scriptures that I want to go over in kind of solidifying this whole idea about never giving up on future plans and future dreams. It's found in Philippians chapter one and verse number six. The apostle Paul here is is preaching. He says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you, that's the dream, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Now, Paul is talking to the church in Philippi. And before that, he's talking about having thanksgiving and prayer and that we should make our request to God with joy. But what he's saying is that what started in you, what what has been birthed in you, that God will bring it to pass. The reason it's so important to understand that is that God gives us a dream. And if that dream lines up with the conditions that I mentioned earlier, that blessing the kingdom and those things, that if if it lines up according to that, I believe God God will help us have that come to pass. So we can take this word and apply it to our dream. And I'm certain that God who began the good work in you, and I believe that's your dream, will continue his work in in your dream until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Now, he's talking about obviously when Jesus returns and that's the return of Christ and all that. But if we just believe that Paul is giving them instructions that keep on keeping on, that's what my dad used to tell me, son, just keep on keeping on, which means keep trying, keep doing it, keep moving forward to encourage me. That's what the Apostle Paul is doing to the church in Philippi. I have another scripture here I think that gives us encouragement to see our dreams become reality in our future. It's found in the book of Romans chapter 15 and verse number 13 in the New Living Translation. I pray that God, the source of hope now, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I tell you, if that scripture doesn't help you, I don't know what will, because there's a whole lot of things being answered in this scripture where Paul is addressing this to the church in Rome. He wants them to understand what is in their heart. It's going, it's going to happen. Things are going to take place if they understand that, that God is their source of hope. That's what he says. He says, I pray that God, the source of hope, he just basically says, I'm just a, I want you to understand that. Just accept that fact that God is your source of hope. He will fill you completely with joy and peace. You see, I believe our dream must be filled with joy and peace, not frustration, not anxiety, not with worry, not with fear, and all the things that go along with the unknown. But we should have hope because God's our source of hope and he'll fill us completely with joy and with peace. The peace, I call it, that passes all understanding because you trust in him. So you see, when you have a dream for the future, you got to put your trust in him, not in the dream, not in your own hopes, not in your own plan, but your trust is in him. And then Paul says, then you will overflow, look at that, overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So once again, we're relying on the Holy Spirit to give us confident hope and trust in God to see our future dreams become reality. Now we'll go into the Old Testament, and I've got a scripture here found in the book of Lamentations. And here we have a scripture that talks about hope in the Lord's faithfulness. Now, when we have a dream for the future, we've got to believe that God is faithful, and he is. And this is a wonderful, wonderful example of how we should think about God's faithfulness. It's found in Lamentations chapter 3 and verses 21 
through, say, 23. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. It's a wonderful scripture on hope. God tells us he's going to give us a future and a hope. Well, that's great. But sometimes we wonder, what is that hope? Well, our hope is in him. Of course, our eternal hope or the blessed hope that Christians have is to, when we pass from this life into the next life, which is is where we will spend eternity in heaven. Our blessed hope is eternity with Christ Jesus in heaven forever and forever and forever. That's our blessed hope. But the hope that we have while we're here living on earth, we've got to understand that God is faithful and he is faithful and he has mercy and it's it's our inheritance. He's, I says to receive, it says, to receive his blessing. He says, so therefore I will hope in him. And there's one more scripture I want to read to you, which I think is very appropriate. And I'll close this podcast with this one. When we plan for our future and we have a dream or we have hope for our future, we've got to remember to keep our eyes on Jesus. We've got to remember something very powerful that James wrote in the book of James chapter 4 verses 13 through 17. So listen to these words when you're planning for your future and when you're thinking about what's going to take place. Verse 13, look here, you who say today or tomorrow we are going to do a certain town and we'll stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. Verse 14, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own plans and all such boasting is evil. Remember, verse 17, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not to do it. That scripture, I use it to close because it's so important to understand. If we truly trust God and we believe that God is our source and that all these dreams and the hopes for our future come from him and he's the source of all that, then we've got to keep him first in that. We've got to quit saying things like, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then my dream will come true. No, not at all. You want to give God credit for the steps that you're taking towards your dream. You must give him all the honor and all the praise for the things that he sees take place in your life. That's how we face our future, and that's how we face the hope that we have for our future. So with that, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And remember, at the end of that scripture, it says, remember... It is sin to know what you ought to do and then not to do it. Well, now that I've given you scriptures and I've given myself scriptures, I got to remind myself. You see, when I teach these, I'm teaching myself just as much as anyone else. The truth of the matter is any podcaster, if he's honest, when he teaches, whatever he teaches is a blessing to him and hope and strength for him to grow closer to the Lord and be a blessing to other people. So with that, I hope that you'll have received these scriptures. I hope they're a blessing to you. And I pray that God will do something special in your life and you will experience what your desire is and that is to dream again for your future. Father, bless those who've listened in, and I pray as they dream for their future, Lord, that they will take these scriptures and these words and take it to heart and use the scriptures, Lord, to keep their steps ordered and directed by God and by the Holy Spirit. And may they truly experience, Lord, your direction, your guiding, the Holy Spirit's influencing their thoughts, and that through this process of their dream coming true, that you'll receive all the glory for it. Thank you once again for the opportunity I've had to bring this little teaching to those who are listening in. And Father, may it bless them. I give you all praise for it in Jesus' name. Well, once again, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I've certainly enjoyed putting it on today and, and studying it prepared for it in future podcasts. 
I'm going to be continuing teaching on dreams, and the Lord's given me something I believe that'll be a blessing in the upcoming podcast. If you'd like to get more information about the teachings that we have in Quality Christian Living, I would encourage you to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, uh, that page comes up. You will find a reference there to the podcast that I've done. You can just take that link and click onto that, and it'll bring up all 180 or so podcasts that you can go through and listen to various topics, things that maybe you're interested in. Maybe it's finances. Maybe you want to learn how to get out of debt. Maybe it's you want to learn how to have greater faith and have faith for miracles. Maybe you want to experience what it is like to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Whatever it might be, the Lord has given me many teachings, I believe, on many different topics, and we'll continue to do that because that's what quality Christian living is all about, to live a true quality Christian life, to live that abundant life and live a life that God ordained for us, that he wants us to experience here on earth. In addition to that, when you're on my webpage, you can see that I have several books I've written and they're available to you. One is entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing, and that's a book on faith. And it's based upon the teachings that Paul had, that he called forth those things that were not as though that they were, which is basically what Abraham and Sarah did when they needed to get pregnant to become the parents of many nations. There's also a couple of books dealing with veterans and how to help them. Also a book in there helping you to understand what generosity is all about and a book on how to get out of debt. So I hope that those will be a blessing to you. And if you have interest in following more and more of our podcast, you can subscribe to me at cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you and I look forward to hearing from you. You might want to let your family and friends know that there's a teaching going on about dreams and how to see them fulfilled. So with that, I'm going to close with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Next podcast is entitled Dream Again for Financial Prosperity. I get a lot of requests from people to talk about finances and prosperity. And on my podcast, there's like 20 messages already dealing with that. But I've never discussed the topic of Dream Again for Financial Prosperity. So we're going to talk about how everyone has a reason that they want to prosper financially. And we need to be sure that those reasons are proper and they line up according to God's word and his plan for us and according to his will. But it'll also help us accomplish things that where we can be blessed and be a blessing to other people. So I hope that will be of value to you and it's something that you will enjoy. And I'm really looking forward to it because with my background as a banker for some 14 years and a teacher about on finances and banking and all the counseling I've done, a biblical counseling that is, for people and their finances, I, I get kind of excited when we have an opportunity to talk about how to keep people can be blessed and how the Lord wants to bless those who seek him and follow him. So we're going to continue te- teaching on dreams and helping each one of you set up a plan to see your dreams fulfilled. So with that, may God richly bless you and may all the dreams that you've had on your heart come true according to the riches of Christ Jesus, I pray. Thank you once again for listening in.